Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. And I swear, this time we are... <laughs> Going to get to chapter four. <laughs> get there. You know, that's a, the whole reason for this is so that we could talk about chapter four through 19 and cover the things that we couldn't cover on Sunday mornings. And yeah. we haven't even gotten, but today. Today. On and, our third podcast and I of want, this. Yeah. I want you to kick us off to make sure we get there. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, break oh, man, break the tape. pressure. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So this is Revelation chapter four. And I, I'm just going to jump in with verse one. Uh, I think I think it's beautiful. Uh, Galen has talked about uh, Revelation chapter one, verse uh, I believe it was eighteen. That kind of nineteen, I'd, nineteen, nineteen. 19 yes. There we go. That uh, outlined structure. It. Yep. Um, and, and I agree wholeheartedly. But I, I just if if you have a heart to receive this, uh, receive it. This is what it says. After this, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. I, I, um, there, there's there's a, a friend of mine, he attends a church in Minnesota. It's called Church of the Open Door, and this is, this is their, their kind of theme verse. And mm-hmm. I, I love it that there is this, you know, they'll say, Yes, there, heaven has this open door and is willing to welcome you in if you'll oh, receive Jesus, you know. And, yeah. and that idea that, that from the beginning of Jesus' ministry, come follow me, there is this, this um, uh, uh, invitation to join him. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just love how chapter 4 starts. I, I know that there's, that is more of a, you know, kind of a spiritual look at that verse that's... Um, uh, but I, I love that, Galen. I love that we're invited to join him. I, I love that he loves us enough to invite us into this, uh, into his world. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And, 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 you know, come up here. And it's like I, with the picture I got when you were saying that, Jesus is saying, come up here and join me and I'll yeah. show you. And, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is that? What's that? What's uh King Arthur's place, uh, Camelot. Camelot. It's yeah. like come up on the hill. You know, yeah. the, you see that on the hill, and you look down, and you see Camelot. Yes. It's just, come up here and let me show you. You yeah. know, like the, the kingdom is what what I've got, and yeah. I love those those pictures. Yeah, those <laughs> pictures of of something really, yeah. really, really special, and that's that's the best that man can do, and we think it's yeah. cool. This is you know what happens when God gets creative. That's so, do else. you think that this is the, the the rapture has happened right here? Where do you? Where do we where do we take this game? Well, I do. I don't. I don't think there's any evidence, especially after chapter six. Now, you could argue that what's going on, what's going on in heaven, though, is really not the church, a church service. It's really the angels and the the elders falling down before Christ, and the angels around the throne, and the description of the throne room is just. I think it's phenomenal. Yes. Uh, it's uh, you know, uh, there's twenty four elders in verse four after you know, and from the throne proceed uh, flashes of lightning and sounds of peals of thunder. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which were the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal. 
and in the center and around the throne, four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. And then the first creature was like a lion, the second creature like a calf, and those all have meanings. It's like, like, remember, right. that's to say like. When it says that, it's it's like there's a, it's describing something about that character, and we have to go back to actually yeah. Ezekiel to really unpack that. Um, and then the, and the first creature was like a lion, second like a calf, and it goes on. And... Uh, they were had they had six wings and you know covering themselves and they sang holy 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 is the lord the almighty who it, who was and who is and who is to come i mean just just try to picture the the majesty and the power mm-hmm. it's like uh it's 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 almost mysterious almost like uh okay so like we always talked we already talked about you know king arthur and the that that whole you know camelot <laughs> yeah. picture which is yeah. great but then you you add these pictures of these these angels flying around the throne and holy 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 and what that might have looked like. I mean that almost is uh, I don't know it, it almost seems just otherworldly for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, um, I'm I'm sitting here thinking of what's what's the the story. Um, oh, I hate to even do this to you because I can't even think of the story. Um, real, uh, I forget it. I'll, Lord of the Rings. It's close. Oh. It's it's uh, real current. Oh, uh, right now, <laughs> everybody reads these books. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. The, the woman behind the glass. There you go. Thank, Thank you, you. The woman behind the glass. Harry the Harry Potter kind of mysterious yes. things that you don't fully understand. Right. I mean, that's there was some of that in here. Yeah. To me, it's like you got this whole thing, and then you got this power and this thing flashing of, from the throne. You so know, this throne room picture is, I think, it's amazing. It it is, and and look at the focus. I mean, he th- there's. There's the description of, of what's happening around him and what it looks like. And I, I think there's, you, you know, when he says like, I think there's some functional explanation that yep. goes along with it. But when you look and see what are they all focused on, it comes to that place. Holy, holy, holy is the yep. Lord God. They're not like, man, this uh, this ground, like crystal, this is pretty cool. You yeah. know, they're not, right. they're not doing that. Or, uh, hey, did you see that lion with all the eyes over there? That's pretty cool. Yeah. They, they're it is focused on God. Yes. And, you know, I, I I was thinking of this driving in today, Galen, and I'm, I, I don't mean to be graphic, but I'll, you know, she, Julie may decide to delete this podcast before we get going. So I'll just go, <laughs> go just, just be free with it. Just, yes. just be free. Um, but, but, you know, we often think about um, what's going to matter on the other side of eternity and, okay. Hey, or, you know, oh, I'll get to do all the fishing I want, or I'll get to play basketball and my knees won't hurt and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just like, it doesn't matter. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, like that stuff will not matter. Yeah. And somebody said, well, what about, what about like our spouse? You know, what, what about like, will we, will we recognize them? Will we? And I'm like, mm, maybe, but how amazing is this God that, that just his presence would take our eyes and our mind and our thoughts and our concentration off of anything else and onto him. That's an amazing God. Yeah. And they said, well, I, I just I just can't understand it. And I'm like, well, you know, you're like one in a million. You were one of a million swimmers that had to find this egg mm. and you found it. And from that moment that you were swimming till the time that you found that place, do you remember any of those other swimmers? Oh, yeah. No? <laughs> well, that was your world <laughs> for a time. <laughs> Nothing else matters now. You don't care about that stuff. Yeah. I can see her going for the button right yeah, now. Yeah, she she's is. Gonna she's looking you. at me like, she's like, please stop. Stop, Kenny. 
no, don't do it, Kenny. No. <laughs> well, no, you're you're right. I have actually never had that thought before. So, thank you for the enlightenment. And and uh, but yeah. it, but it is true. It's like there's this this whole idea that we will be so focused on Christ and so you know you know caught up, raptured, if you will. In yeah. in and so what it says in verse eleven: Worthy art thou, our Lord and our God to receive glory and honor and power for thou didst create all things. And because of thy will, they existed and were created. And so this really, this whole picture of, of worshiping God for his creation, for, for who he is. And I, I think you're right. I mean, that's, that's really what we're going to be. It's it's, going to be this purity of love. And I think, I think when, that relationship that we have with our spouse, you know, when it's, you know, when it's hitting on all cylinders and there's this love, it's like, I can't live without you kind of love. Mm-hmm. I think that's supposed to be a picture of that's the only thing yeah. you care about. It's like, I just, I love this person so much. I don't think it's possible to love them anymore. And it's like, well, right. that's a picture. Yeah. It's when you get that, not everybody gets those pictures, but when you get yeah. that picture, you go and, and then when it's going to be transferred to, to God and it's, yeah. uh, it's going to be all-consuming. Right. And I think that's what your, your yeah. point is. It's going well, to be this all-consuming kind of love. Absolutely. And it's a little bit like, you know, we've we've talked a little bit about this, and Amir mentions it, that these things we're experiencing right now, they're kind of like shadows. Yeah. And um, one day the fullness and the weight and, you know, the magnitude of it was is going to be realized as as great as it is when you're when you're in sync with your spouse and things are going well or or a friend, or a, a birth, you know, whatever it is that you experience that that beautiful moment of love, um, it's still a shadow compared to what we're going to experience one day. Right. And so again, I, it's important if if you've been playing around with this relationship with Jesus, get on board because He's got something special for Amen. you, Boy, that's, and it's bigger than we can imagine. And I, I think that's the the thing that's been quickened in my heart. It's like, man, I just want to make everybody make sure everybody. You know, get on board, man. This yeah. is this is it. There's, I can't tell you when the end's going to come, but I just want to tell you, it is time to get on board with your That's relationship right. with Jesus Christ and not be afraid to. It's like this is time. You yeah. need to make make peace with God. And so, okay, so you brought up a mirror. I got a, I got a, I thought this so, this whole thing was really cool because he said something about we. You know, you asked the question: Is do you see? the bride of Christ. You see the church after chapter four. And I, I personally don't, yeah. I don't, I think this is all just the scene in heaven. Uh-huh. I think the church is re is actually purposely um, left out because I believe this is when he starts opening those scrolls. And, and I think the church is specifically left out of that because I think that we are um, spared from this great tribulation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and Amir said, well, there's a lot of people to think that, the church is going to go through part of the tribulation and experience the wrath of God and all that. And he says, he says, why would that happen? He says, how many people would come and just beat their wife up before you marry them? <laughs> you would not go wow. home and just, isn't that a cool thought though? <laughs> it's like, who goes and just, I'm going to go beat you up and then I'm going to take you to be with me. <laughs> right. No who one does go? that. No, yeah. That's not no what thanks. he's going to do. And I just thought, man, what a, that's a good picture. It is. I never had thought that thought before. That's one thought I had never thought yeah, so before. So anyway, either, it's yeah. like, I do think, you know, when, when Christ talks about us as his bride, now he definitely wants to purify us. Yep. And we've talked about that coronavirus. I think, we, you know, even this racial tension that we're feeling and, and mm. boy, do we make sure we're purified and we make sure that we, we do those kinds of yeah. things that purify. And there's no question that he wants a purified bride. Uh, 
but not one beaten up. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I tell you, when we get to the seals, and I'll and I'll dive in there right now. Yeah. When we get certain these seals broken, there's seven seals that are broken, and they are. Um, it's just it's just the wrath of God and His judgment, and on on mankind and the evil of, of mankind. Really, right. it's a uh, and and as well as to to show in the midst of all this to show Israel that Yeshua is Messiah, that Jesus is who he says he is. Yeah. And, uh, and to, to reveal himself to, to the Jewish people, especially. And I really believe yeah. that's the major, the major, major force behind and purpose for the great tribulation, yeah. the seven year period of time. So do you think that the breaking of this seal starts that 70th week? I do. I do, and and that's actually the the first thing that happens in chapter five. They there there's weeping in heaven because no one is worthy to open the seal, mm. right? And it's like who is worthy, and and finally it says uh, in verse twelve, worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and 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 blessing, and every creature in heaven is on earth and under the earth, and on the sea and all the things in them. I heard him say to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb is be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. And the four living creatures fell down and kept saying amen, and the elders fell down and, and worshiped. And this whole idea is that, that Jesus is the wor- is worthy. He's worthy mm-hmm. to open the scrolls and to, to look into this thing. There was no one worthy, another one, no one righteous enough, no one. And so what, what this is showing is that Jesus Christ is the one that, you know, a lot of people— they'll look at the Old Testament and they'll say, well, why did this happen to this group of people that's not righteous and this is not righteous and, and all these things. And yeah. I think what, what God is showing us in this picture is that there is one who is worthy to, to judge. Yeah. You know, who are you to judge? Uh, the Lamb of God. He, he <laughs> yeah. is worthy. Yeah. Uh, he can bring the truth to light and he is worthy. And so yeah. that's what... That's really what I think chapter five is all about. Is is and when they see that that the the lion of the tribe of Judah, the offspring of uh, Jesse, this whole this root that that shoots up, and he is the one that is worthy. It's a beautiful, powerful picture. And then we get to chapter six, and so you know our our series is called worthy, yeah. Because we thought, well, what's one one word that we could capsulize capsulize a uh, chapters really chapters four through the end of the book of revelation and that word just comes to the fore it's like who is worthy to open the scrolls the scroll and and break its seals and that's that's jesus Jesus. and and isn't i i just think that the timing of this is spirit-led i I mean and i'm Uh, not i'm not trying to be over spiritual but i really believe it is because this is a time where we're we're challenging everything Uh, i mean from uh, from the government to politics to church to schools to I mean, I mean everything is really being challenged right now. Yeah, and even with questions like "Who are you to?" Yes, you know, tell me that to say this to. Okay, you know what? We all fall short. That's what we do know. We also know that there is one right who doesn't fall short. Amen. That's a good word. That is exactly. So there, there's the buildup. There's chapter four of, of who the power of who he is of Christ and his worthiness in chapter five. And then we get to chapter six. And I saw um, then the lamb uh, broke one of the seven seals. Now, there's, so there's seven seals on this scroll. Now, the way that I, I don't know if I can visually 
describe the scroll, but all seven seals, in other words, you don't have to break all seven seals to, to unroll the scroll just a little bit. You break one seal and part of the scroll unrolls. Okay. Uh-huh. And then there's, you know, there's the instructions of what happens in scroll number one. And then there's another seal broken and it rolls out a little bit more. So it's, it's kind of a staggered, I've seen it before. It's like, if you were to roll it all out, then it would be, um, the top, the top line would go, you know, clear across. Uh-huh. And then the, the second seal would be, it'd be a little shorter, uh-huh. a little shorter, but it's all on one okay. scroll. Does that make, Oh, it is. Picture? Oh, cause in, in my mind and, this is just my mind. I've never studied it. I, I mean, in terms of these types of scrolls, but I always understood it like seven documents rolled into one and put together with that one seal. But that's not what you're saying. That and I, I'm not. I'm not going to say that I know this is right. This is how I've heard it described yeah. to me. At these yeah, seven no, this seals. is interesting. But it's it's there's actually legal documents and the seals were uh, and there's some more story. I wish I'd have gotten some of the story, but there's like, you know, who's worthy to unroll this, this, uh, inheritance, you know, oh, okay. that's, it's that kind of thing. Wow. And so you break the seal and there was, there was one that was, you know, worthy to, to be the executor of this, this inheritance, so to speak in, in a living will or whatever. Well, this is kind of like that. It's breaking that seal or pu- pulling away that wax mm. so that this first part of this scroll could be unrolled. And then, once you get to the end of that, you stop, and then you read the first. So here's the first scroll, and I saw the lamb, let's see. Um, and I looked, and behold, a white horse. And he who sits on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out to conquering and to conquer. Um, now, a lot of people think that this first scroll is, okay, well, that's a white horse. That's got to be Jesus. Right, because good guys always they ride always on the white, white horses. horses. Right. And yeah. wear the white hat, right. Well, right. this guy happens to have a dark heart. And mm-hmm. he is, this is the really the, the people that, that I've read and Walvert and these guys, uh, that this first horse is the, the Antichrist. So the first mm-hmm. thing that's really unveiled. Yeah. So... If you remember in Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse three, I talked about this on Sunday, is that the the lawless one, which is the Antichrist, will not be revealed until the restrainer is removed, right? Okay. And so who who then we think, okay, well, who's the restrainer? Um, there's a lot of different views here, and this is where you really have to dig, get down in the weeds. Uh, some believe it's the church. Some believe it's the Holy Spirit. Some believe it's government. And really, you could say yes to all of the above because if the Holy Spirit is in the church and if the Holy Spirit, you know, in in, Rev- in Romans chapter 13, it, it says that the the uh, the governing authorities are appointed by God, right? Mm-hmm. That, that these Whether we like them or not, whether we agree or not, they, they are appointed by God. They have authority mm-hmm. given by God. The government does. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they're they're righteous leaders, but sometimes they're not. But the, right. their authority uh, to to do things is comes from God, and so we can't. That doesn't ever remove until if the Holy Spirit leaves. Okay, the the church that's where the we believe, believe the rapture is. Yeah. And if He removes that uh, that uh, I don't know governing authority, if you will, from the, from government, that restrainer. Boy, there's nothing to restrain yeah. lawlessness. Yeah. Ironically, so we're getting to see lawlessness uh, be pushed to its a way that I've never seen it before. The rioting. All right. I mean, I, I'm sure that there was rioting before. There's been rioting around the world. I get it, but I don't know. Can you think of a time when the rioting 
everyone's rioting over the same kinds of things around right. the world. So we've just had two worldwide things. We've had a coronavirus that was worldwide. That is yep. still, still, right? Right. And and then another wave, another birth pain, if you will, but another uh, wave of lawlessness yeah. that is pushing around the world. And to me, it's really interesting that those things have occurred while the church hasn't been able to gather together. Oh, that's You know what I'm saying? Yeah, keep preaching there, brother. What are you saying there? Well, well, I just think it's it's really interesting because we were talking about this restrainer. Yeah. And when the restrainer is gone, then there's all this lawlessness. It's almost and, like a foreshadowing. That's what I wonder. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That'll that'll preach. That'll work, man. You can use that one. No, that's well, I I'll probably steal uh, it from I, you. Well, I might have heard it. it from you. I don't know. <laughs> no, but uh, I think you're I think you're right though. This those are the foreshadow. I do not think that you know, this is the end or whatever. I'm not right. saying, but I do think this is a foreshadowing. Yeah. Because now we know what 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 a quarantine can do. It can it can yeah. change everything. Now exactly. everybody's got to have a vaccine. Yeah. And and potentially have a chip to indicate you've had a vaccine. Right. And we know we have technology to put a chip in your your forehead or your hand. Yep. I mean, they're talking about it. Yeah. Those they're, chess pieces are on the table. They are on the table. And when you brought that up this last weekend, I was like. Oh my word! You're yeah. right because yeah. so many of these pieces haven't been available for ever. centuries yeah. ever you know, since this began. And now, and now it's not yeah. only is available, but it's being talked about. Yeah. Now I don't think, and I said it Sunday. I don't think that is the. It's not the end. I don't. I don't think this is the mark of the beast or anything like that. But I do think it's like a foreshadowing. Yeah. And and to your to your point, this lawlessness that's going around the world. It's the one topic. It's it's divided over. You know. Um, Black lives matter, blue lives matter, and and I'm not sure if that's the word that's being used over in Paris or what, but it's the same kind of thing, right? Right. But we see this going, this lawlessness, and then and then what we're seeing now is people saying, well, let's defund these police forces or defund different kinds of things or shrink the police force or whatever that's being right. talked about. Right. And I'm just saying this, like, wow, there's going to be lawlessness, and. This is how it could happen. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say it's going to yeah. happen. I mean, who knows? But it's like, I, in, I don't think ever has has this kind of uh, potential been. It's right. like, well, this could really, really be right devastating for everyone. I don't yeah. care what race you are. If you take, you know, you take people that are trying to keep the peace yeah. as peacemakers. Yeah, I'm not saying they're all perfect, but that right. but still, it's the you remove that. Wow, this lawlessness could be. That could be the tool that's, but that's talked about in in 2 Thessalonians. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And so when this lawless one, one, I know we're out of time here already. Gosh, how's this go so fast? uh, Well, I I thought I saw Julie pushing some buttons. I think she fast forwarded. Yes, there it is. There it is. She took the clock. (laughs) So, but this lawlessness one is, is the one that's the Antichrist, and he is released. And you know, so you can just see it. We've got this huge divide, you know, of, of our really of our world. Yeah. And to have someone come in with this middle of the road voice and say is, you know, let's fix this and let's fix this yeah. and put everything together. Put and a I'm couple not gonna of p- half truths together. Absolutely. To, yeah, yeah. And and have peace for a hunk of time. Well, yeah. this lawlessness one and he's going to bring bring peace to the Middle East. He's going to yeah. say the right things to the Jews and the right things to the Arabs and bring them together. Right. And and they're going to sign a covenant. Yeah. At the very beginning of this whole thing, and so that's really what kicks off. Yeah. The the great tribulation, and it's going to start off 
looking like, oh my gosh, we finally found a leader. We that, have arrived. Yeah, that, we have that, an answer. Because everybody, I think in the heart of everybody, they want, I don't think people want to hate each other. Right. I think we want to get along, and he's going to give us a way to get back to getting along. Mm. And that's what the, right. and when I say we, I don't believe, I don't think the church is a part of this. I yeah. think this is a, but you can see though, this is a foreshadow. You can yeah. see how this could happen even right now. And and I hope someone brings peace to this whole this whole mess. Right. Uh, I hope the church can right. be a part of it and not be a part of the the problem. But well, anyway. I like the I, I I like your view with the white horse. I think that is really important because a lot of a lot of the views of Revelation are inconsistent mm. internally. I mean, when you start to read it, and we yeah. talked a little bit about that the other day with. Um, you know, well, we thought we thought that was the first thousand years after Jesus. Well, maybe it was the second yes, thousand. Right, well, right. no, that didn't work. Yeah. So there's a lot of internal inconsistencies. What I like about what one of the things I like about what you're saying with the white horse, probably referring to the Antichrist, is that the internal um, consistency is there. Yep. And and we see this playing out, especially as we go to the other horses in the days yep. to come. And you yeah. can just see it even even as we continue on. Uh, that you know the second horse, the second seal is war. Mm-hmm. You know, once you have lawlessness, then you have war. We yeah. you can see this how it could happen. Yeah. Even in in our day. Yep. And then it talks about pestilence, and we know what that can do. Oh. Wow. Yep. These are foreshadows. Oh. I don't want to be a part of the the real deal. And thankfully, come on up. Come on, yeah. (laughs) Be strong and very courageous. God bless you all.